Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It helps when I push the button. Good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon, one of the employee owners at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. It's a chilly morning out there, but Dennis and I are in-house. We did our dump runs already. And uh, here to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and get online, 860-522-9842 is the number. And we would be happy to do that, give you guys any kind of advice we can on technology. I've been doing it for almost, I don't know. 28, 28 years or so. Yeah, um, it's been a while. It was before you actually could mute your your, your TV with some sort of computer, right? <laughs> right. You know, we're, and your, your, my refrigerator actually does talk to me right now, and it can tell me its temperature, and it's amazing. Wow, fact, do, you, do you have conversations with it? or? Well, it does tell me it needs a filter change, so oh, it, it does okay. talk to me. I'm not sure it hears me when I talk back to it and say, no filter for you. Uh, but, but those days are the old days we're talking about you know m- keyboard issues mouse issues bias issues uh baud issues setting jumpers on on add-in cards yeah oh yeah the old days now it's much more complicated but we're here to help you guys do whatever you want to do i got my uh, smoke detectors in i haven't put them up yet that's my weekend thing to do um looking at very very excited about that don't even know why i am but i am We'll see how that goes. But as usual and customary, we do have some technology news for you. And Dennis has got some articles he wanted to bring up. Yeah, we have a, an interesting story about Microsoft. Of course. Everybody's favorite tech company. Mm-hmm. And we all know how Microsoft has this habit of wrecking stuff with updates, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, this is another of those all too many occasions where they kneecap themselves. Right. What happened was with a uh, Windows 10 patch that came out mm-hmm. just recently, yep. um, it crashed OneDrive. What's now, OneDrive, Dennis? OneDrive. <laughs> OneDrive is Microsoft's own cloud storage product. Right. They didn't call it a drive. They called it OneDrive. It's OneDrive. Because it used to be SkyDrive until they found out that some company in the UK Sky had, <laughs> had a had a, uh, a a copyright or or trademark on that name, so they had to change it. Anyway. Right. It's OneDrive. It's OneDrive. Mm-hmm. And it's something that they've been selling all over the place because, yeah. as we know, Microsoft has been really pushing their cloud products mm-hmm. over the last few years. Yep. So they get all these people using OneDrive for their storage, and yeah. it's, it usually works pretty nice. We have some clients that use it. Sure, and then the and, issue here is usually is your is, your, is the keyword <laughs> here. <laughs> it usually works. Uh, yeah, and here what happened was uh, they put out an update that crashes OneDrive. 
So now people's files aren't syncing between their computers and the cloud storage. Yeah. And part of the problem is that you can't even disconnect your computer from OneDrive um, if your computer is having this issue mm-hmm. because the act of trying to unlink your account with OneDrive will itself crash the app again. Oh, my goodness. The so, whole app. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, people are – I'm not sure if people are actually, like, losing files over this. I It's conceivable. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably not that easy to have happen, but it can. Right. The and, point is you can't even use your files because right. they're not there. Right. And the only way you could is if you went into the web interface – but that's kind of a mess because what you have to do is download the file to your computer, yep. save it somewhere, edit it, then upload it back. And yep. that's a lot of manual work. Right. And I'm gonna telling you, it ain't going to get done for everybody. Right. Interesting. And people are, I'm just saying, people are going to lose data because of this. And Microsoft is saying, don't worry, we'll release a fix the next time we patch Windows. Well, the other point about you're losing data is a good one, right? So yeah. having it in the cloud doesn't mean it's backed up, does it, Dennis? No. So no. you could actually make a mistake. As we've seen, even in this past week, customers uh, deleted data on their local machine that was syncing to the OneDrive. And the system said, oh, you don't need this anymore is what you're telling me. You're deleting this file. I'm going to go ahead and make that synchronously the same thing out here in the cloud. And then a guy's like a couple weeks later or so, hey, where's my files? Well, you deleted Microsoft's <laughs> saying, well, you deleted them because you didn't want them. Uh-huh. Right? That synchronization occurred. So how would you get that data back? Well, there is a small, tiny window that Microsoft may be able to recover your data. After that window, you are out of luck. The cloud yeah. is not backing up your stuff. Right. So you literally need a, a, a cloud backup of your cloud system that somebody said would never go down and would never lose your data. Now, that wouldn't have been me that said that. But somebody <laughs> no, said that to you. I would never say it either. No, but, but so, plenty of people who sell oh, it say that. Uh, yeah. But you need to back up your 365. You need to back up your Google your Google Doc systems, your G Suite, right? Any, any cloud-based service. Or your AWS storage. Exactly. And it needs to be backed up not to itself. Well, that would be kind of silly, wouldn't it? <laughs> Back yeah. it up to another cloud service. Right. Of course, if you find the cloud service you're using to back up the cloud service is got their servers in that cloud service. <laughs> <laughs> what? Which, and I'm going to tell you this, people, Eric is saying that because it happened. It does. Happen. <laughs> it happens all the time. <laughs> right. So you're, you're, you're sitting there doing your due diligence. Oh, I'm going to get my 365. I'm going to use a company that's going to back up my data. And of course... You didn't know that they're using the same Microsoft Azure servers right. as to run their tool. Right. And so if that entire thing gets ransomed, which it could happen. It absolutely could. Your, even your restoration process could be out of luck. So uh, pay attention. You need to back up your cloud to a different cloud. And uh, that way you can get your data back. And these services are really pretty good until they're not. Um, well, yeah. And that's part of the problem. People get into a rhythm with it. Right. Where they expect it works in a certain way. Yeah. And it's there every day. It works fine. No problems. But when something goes wrong, like somebody deletes something that they probably shouldn't have. Right. And the rug gets pulled out from under everybody else, then it becomes a major issue. Right. So that's, and there's nothing you can do but sit and wait until Microsoft fixes it. Right. Um, so 
the, the cloud is what it is. Just make sure you you understand that it needs to get backed up. I'm not sure how many times we've told you that um, in our existence here, um, and hopefully you'll keep remembering that. Uh, what else did you want to bring up, Dennis? Oh, um, there's a uh, an article here uh, from Dan Gooden over at Ars Technica. Nice about a, a particular feature of Windows domain controller servers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can be used in certain instances to help magnify distributed denial of service attacks. That's not good. And that, according to him, that is fueling some of these really mega DDoS attacks that we've seen over the last few months. We'll give you an example, I think, uh, Mm -hmm. when when recently the airport's uh, websites got impacted by some Russian, who knows, who wanted to make sure that we couldn't look at the airport websites, which, by the way, we don't care. Uh, <laughs> you look at the airlines, buddy. Don't look at the airport. Uh, mm-hmm. Those airport websites are pretty useless. But they brought down the airport websites with a denial of service attack. Like that. yeah, and that that was one that had like trillions of packets that were traveling through the internet at one point, right? To take them all down. And these servers are. They're saying in this article, Microsoft servers on the cloud could have been not even necessarily in the cloud. Is that your, or is well? It here's the here's the problem. This is what I was talking to you um, oh, right fair. before we went on the air. Yeah, is that under normal circumstances when you set up a domain controller? Yeah, it isn't going to be directly exposed to the internet. Right. So it's going to be behind a firewall, mm-hmm. and you might have a firewall rule that sends particular kinds of traffic to it, to and from it. But the particular kind of traffic that's being used for this is not something that you're normally going to allow through. Fu- so right. okay. the question I have is, who is the idiot <laughs> <laughs> that configured who configured these servers? their firewall yeah. in such a way as to expose their server to that traffic, or worse, right. who is the real stupido yeah. who made their domain controller a direct internet-facing server? Lots of folks don't... don't I'm sure it happens, Well, but lots of folks on firewalls don't start with deny all. They, <laughs> they start with, oh, I think I'll just block this and block that. No, you, need, you start with deny all. And then right. you open the ports you want. Right. Well, all I'm getting at is it's one thing for Microsoft to make this particular service that was taken advantage of. Right. Uh, turn it on by default on the domain controllers. It's another thing for you as a system admin yeah. to configure your network in such a way that it exposes it to the internet. And that, I think, is really where the real problem lies. Yeah, let's hope it's not too many people are doing it, but it is in an article for uh, you Enough to read. of them are doing it to make it effective. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it there for you guys over so. at Computer Talk with Tab. Mike Jeezel post posted over at our Facebook page and over at Twitter. Hey, did you hear Elon bought it? Yeah. I- How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hear that let that sink in (laughs) (laughs) he literally brought a sink to the office to let it sink in i'm excited about it we'll see what happens with that um people were saying he's not going to do it well you never know what elon's going to do that's the kind of the great thing about elon um Alice, Mark, hang on. We're going to get to your calls next. We're going to step out for a quick break. Carolyn doing her magic on this holiday weekend here. Although I, I hate Halloween. How about you, Dennis? I think geeks don't like Halloween. Do you like Halloween? I used to like it. I don't. I'm not much into it anymore. Ah, my least favorite of all the things we had to do with the kids. I just hated it. <laughs> I mean, the jello shots when you're walking around the neighborhood were nice. But uh, <laughs> other than that. <laughs> All right, let's go to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Alice in Cheshire first. What's happening, Alice? Hi. Hi there. You're talking to someone who heard your very first computer talk with Tab. Really, Alice? Yes. Awesome. I think in the mid-90s. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, my problem is that I was an avid computer user and then when I had my cataract surgery, it left me so that I just could not look at any kind of, uh, no TV, no movies, no computer. Mm. But I am, am got a young man uh, helping me, and we're looking into a talking computer. Yes. And yeah. so uh, he has suggested the... Uh, well, you always talk about HP, so I told you that. Pavilion... Okay. 360 laptop, does that... Yeah, a pavilion is more of a consumer grade level, and that's fine. Yeah, that well, should I do don't what need, you need I to. mean, this is not somebody that's going to live on it. Nope. But no. the other thing he got was a Books, B-O-O-X, Mira, which is cuts the glare and the backlight that you put over the screen of the uh, 
you know, of the uh, computer. Have you heard of that? Nope, and we're looking no, it up right it's now. No, the first time I've ever heard of it. Well, it does it does cut down the problem. We haven't really gotten totally set up. We tried that because I haven't gotten connected with a provider and things. Uh, I just it? wondered if you had any other suggestions. You you think that pavilion? I don't need you know a lot because mm. I am not. I and when you were talking about the cloud. I learned long ago that you said no cloud. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can change. We can all change. There are some benefits. No, I'm, I do not want to do that. <laughs> That's but fine. Is, are you still recommending like a one gigabyte hard drive? No, like, no, that's 1995 speed sizes. Yeah. Okay, one what are gig you recommending is, for uh, saving things if I do not want to go to the cloud? 500 gigs. Oh, a 500 gigabyte yeah. hard drive. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I any. It's almost any, like you started listening in '95, stopped altogether, and here we are, <laughs> 25 years later. <laughs> and uh, that's what you know, one gig of, of drive space wouldn't make you very happy. So five, okay. 500 gigs. 500 gigs. gigabyte hard drive. Now that that Onyx um, monitor is really, really expensive. Oh yes, I know, but if it if it's a difference between my being able to use a computer and not using a computer, that's worth a lot to me because I'm just finding that it's getting harder and harder. And if I could just dictate, you know, like letters or any kind of information to the computer and then have it printed out, then I can read off of a piece of paper. I just cannot read off of a screen. Well, so... I, I don't know that they market themselves as any. They're a little. Re, they talk about maybe deeper blacks and deep, more intense colors. I don't know that you're buying this for the right reasons. I, I don't know that you're gonna. You could probably spend the a whole lot less money. You know, eight times less, and find yourself with the ability to have your friend adjust the monitor to deal with glare and deal with brightness. Well, Windows 10 or Windows 11, which is what she'll get. Right has accessibility controls in it right it has a high contrast and large font scheme that you can invoke um and then you know it it'll it'll change how the computer looks mm -hmm. but it it'll you'll be able to read things a lot easier and so, there's a lot of people that use that feature so before you buy that really 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 expensive monitor Try a regular one with those features turned on that Dennis just talked about, accessibility features. And, uh, you what might, kind of features was that? It's called accessibility. Accessibility. Microsoft has worked pretty hard to try to make their software more friendly to folks that have all sorts of issues. Um, and uh, they give you the ability to kind of adjust the way the screen looks. So buy a more inexpensive monitor or ask if your friend if you can borrow their monitor and connect it to the, the computer you're buying and see why setting up those accessibility features, if it works. If it does work, you're going to save like $700 on the monitor you're looking at. Well, I'm aware, but um, he actually got it, and he got it for a bargain. So Okay. Because it was the last one left, so hmm. it is not as expensive as, you know, I okay. know what he told me the base price was. And okay. 
So we've gotten a good deal on that if all right, all right. you want to use it. Well, make sure you still you still may have to set up those accessibility settings oh, to definite, help you. Definitely, okay. they, they could still work with this other monitor. Sure. Right. I, I wrote that down, and I'll talk to him about that. Awesome. Okay. All right, Alice. Okay. So you're on your way. We, I mean, we appreciate you listening to us for so long. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> well, definitely. Well, I've learned a lot, and I, I learned a lot during the time that I really was using a computer. Uh, I was a school library media specialist. I converted the entire library uh, from the drawers of card catalog to uncomputerized card catalog. Nice. Very nice With job. With a lot of good help from Parent volunteers. Sounds good, Alice. Well, thank you for calling us. we got to step you. out for a break. Have a great weekend. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We'll be right back. Mark, hang on. This is Computer Talk. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. You might hear every spooky theme possible this morning. The Monster Mash would be a good one. Uh, let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Mark in East Heartland. <laughs> it's happening, Mark. Hello? Hello, sir. Okay, I bought a wireless weather station, and oh. it says to connect to the... Wait, wait a minute, Mark. Wait a minute, Mark. We are the wireless weather station. What are you buying that anything for? <laughs> 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 well, anyway, it says to connect to uh, the thing in... The connect to the thing? What thing? But when, I, when I connect to the... It says no internet comma open okay so it's connecting wirelessly but it won't connect to the internet whose wireless internet are you trying to connect to right well mine but this is i have cox all right and you're sure do you have any other wireless devices on your network besides the uh new wireless weather station you purchased yes all right what's the ssid of that wireless access For the weather station or for Cox? For for Cox, the thing you're trying to connect to. Mark's wireless. If I walked into your house and I said, hey, Mark, I need to get on your internet, okay, I'll see it. It's F as in Frank, D as in David, 2, E as in Edward, D David, D David. That's what you called it? Yeah, I, yeah that's what it, they call it, and that's what I it's use. Probably uh, the last four of the Mac on the modem. Gotcha. All right, that's a funky one. Now, the weather station, does it see it? Does it see that exact SSID when you tried to connect? That that you just described. I figured it was going to say Mark's Wi-Fi, but well, no. when I went to, <laughs> it sees that, and then it says connect to theirs, which is a PWS dash. No, 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 no. You don't. No, no. You have to you have to connect to that Cox SSID, and that's why that's why it's saying no internet and then open because it's connecting to an ad hoc. Um, Wi-Fi network that's literally open. It's not encrypted. Mm. That's what the word "open" refers to. Um, so you got it. You have to connect to that. Uh, the FF that, one. The FF right. Mark's okay, Wi-Fi. I connect to that, and it says secured. <gasps> hey. Yeah. So what's the next step? Because underneath it, I see the. Uh, you know, it says PWS, the, the wireless code for the uh, weather station. You know, I don't know if you need to do anything with it. It's almost that. like it's seeing itself, which doesn't make well, any sense. It probably what it's probably doing is what like uh, Roku's and Echo Dots do, which mm. is to put out their own mm-hmm. individual ad hoc network, which is how 
another device will connect with it mm. and then tell it how to connect to your main SID. Yeah, yeah, like you set up right. any wireless device. So I, I think that other network name, I don't think you really need to do anything with it. I think it's just there because right, you it's go, there. You would go on to the next step, which would be the app, right? You right. Have, you have an app on your phone? Well, I'm doing it on a PC to try to set this thing up with the you know, the location and everything else. All right. All right. I'm not getting that setup screen. You got to log into it now. What IP address would it have gotten? It, would have, it probably tells you in the, in the configuration here. Okay, go to 192.168.1. whatever it is. Yep, that's it. One dot one, whatever it is. No, yeah, one nine two All right. Well, that's unusual. Well, that would probably be that might be your your, your own internet gateway that you've already got. Yeah. Now that came with the instruction manual with the uh, weather station. Well, that's ridiculous. So the- it should be grabbing whatever uh, IP address is handed to it by DHCP on your yeah on your uh, Cox network. Because if it gave you the one dot one, you're gonna it'll bang into each other with uh you have an IP conflict is what it's called. Yeah, and you don't want an IP conflict with your own gateway, that's for sure. No, that's not that's not <laughs> that's the last thing you want. That's not meaningful with. conflict. <laughs> so, okay. Are you getting there? Is there any other way besides IP address? I mean, you can type in one nine two one six eight one dot one and see if it talks to you. I, I doubt it will. Yeah, it doesn't. It's it's it, it's some kind of common. Uh, Router thing. Yeah, that's you. Well, yeah, that's the Cox. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's your gateway. <laughs> that's your deadbolt on the internet. That's your entry point on the internet, or your entry and exit point on the internet. Um, so whatever they're giving you for instructions there seems a little wacky. Um, do you have a cell phone? Yep. Do they give you a way to configure it with a cell phone? When I try it with the cell phone, it says the same thing, uh, connected, but no internet. Well, no, remember, you did it wrong the first time. We fixed that part. Well... The phone, I think, needs to be on the same Wi-Fi network as as the weather station is. Now the weather station is on the Cox network, so yeah. he's got to get the phone onto the Cox network. You do realize we are the wireless weather station, Mark. We don't have to go through all this trouble. <laughs> Bob Cox in the morning is like the best weather guy you'll ever listen to. He'll tell you. He'll tell you the weather. Right. He'll tell you the weather. Do you really want to think this? Rethink this purchase, Mark. Um, I'm just kidding. So you're getting I'm seriously you, thinking about that now. <laughs> oh no! Don't don't, don't do give yet. up. Don't, do don't give up because you could be on one of the weather stations that all these weather guys talk to. Hey, it's Mark in East Hart- Hartland, and he says right. it's cold. Yeah, <laughs> it's 61 degrees rather than in East Hartford where it's 60. Uh, I always find that funny. Um, so yeah, so get, you've got your weather station online. Now you get an RTFM as to how to get. To connect to it, mm-hmm. and we're we're just we're just in the blind here. We're just taking a we got that device on the internet now, right? Um, your phone might be easier. Is, it, is there any kind of like um, scan where you can actually do a scan of the device where it'll connect to an app on the device? No. All right, that would have been easier. Yeah. Um, but you have the app on your phone. You have the weather station app on your phone where you would add a device. No. Oh, you well, don't. I can- Okay, let's do that. If you're trying to do it with the the browser on your phone, that's the same problem as doing it as the browser on your computer. Try to download the Weather Station app on your phone. Well, there is no app for it. All right, this thing's got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> There's okay, no app. I should get the $300 one instead of the 149 There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the one that has some sort of benefit to you. Uh, 
the app the app interface i mean i would that's what i would want if i'm going to have any kind of iot device on my network um so it talks to an app on my phone um but i would try to you know you can keep messing with this to figure out what you've got but we definitely got it on the internet that i can tell you if you chose the ff network and now you're online and especially if it shows you the word secured then you know that it's on your Right. Secure Wi-Fi network. The IP address is ridiculous. I don't know why it's giving you that. We're, we're missing something. It shouldn't give you the gateway. What's the next step after the IP address? Well, it says once you're disconnected to the display console, it says enter that 192.168.1.1, and then it's, you can set up the weather server connection, it says. But. Oh, so you're, is, there a, is there a device that has a, actually has a screen? This, this little weather station has a screen? Okay. Oh, so it wants you to put in one nine two one six eight one dot one as the gateway on the dev. To, so it knows what to do. Is that what you're talking about? Are you actually t- typing so. it in on the device? Yeah. Well, well, there's no place to type it in on the device. Man, well, wouldn't it have gotten that from the? I don't know. I'm shooting. It's, I'm just grasping the straws yeah. here. Uh, is there? Do they have support? Yep. They but do. Not till Monday. Oh, I got this thing yesterday and uh, at two uh, two thirty, and their support line closed at two. I know, isn't that a bummer? Oh. So you're gonna have to sit there and wait. All right, so I would tell you to wait till Monday. There's yeah. something we're missing without without seeing. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, you're closer. You're closer. Or you could just return it, save the money, and listen to Bob Cox. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really appreciate it. You guys are wonderful. I listen to you every weekend. Thanks, Mark. I wish we could be more help in this one. Okay, take care. Have a happy Halloween. Yeah, yeah, great, thanks. (laughs) I'm just hoping our house doesn't get egged. All right, so (laughs) we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842. We have one line open. Yes, we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Let's get right to your calls. You've filled up our board this morning, which is great. Keeping us busy, we're going to go to John and Mansfield. What's happening, John? I have an issue where... We have changed internet providers to yes. your recommended GoNet speed. Oh, yes. Nice. And it is very nice. <clears throat> Great people. Mm-hmm. Uh, problem I have is we have an old email address that automatically populates when we wish to send out an email. Right. Uh, and I was able to do it on my phone, but I can't do it on the other phone. And uh, Apple says you've got to do it through Google. Do what? Get rid of the old address, the Cox address. Okay, so you're going to get rid of you have you have Gmail on your Apple phone. Yes, we do. Okay. Gotcha. And that's that's going to be your mail reader, your mail client, as it were. And Correct. you're gonna you've got to config for Cox. Correct. And I'm trying to get rid of the Cox address so that my wife doesn't keep chewing me out. Your wife keeps chewing you out because of that? Yeah, yeah. Man, oh man, wives. I don't know what's happened to them these days. Um, are you sure you can't configure it in the app? I'm not an Apple user, but I would think you'd configure it in your iPhone app, not on the website. The app itself, I mean, in my Gmail app, I set up mailboxes for different services. That'd be in the app. It wouldn't be anywhere else, right? Um, it may. I would think that it is in the Gmail app, app yeah. settings. And there should okay. be some way to get to the accounts that are connected there. Right. And then find the account and remove it. Okay. So I'm in the uh, settings page now. Which which uh, app would I go to? Control Center? General? 
You can open up Gmail, I guess. Yeah, you have to bring up the Gmail app settings. Okay. Um, All right, so I'm in the Gmail, searching mail, inbox. No, that's just stuff. Is there any ellipses that you touch? I mean, I'm not an Apple user, but whatever. What is there a a sprocket equivalent? (laughs) There should be some kind of a menu button. Okay, it says manage your Google account. There you go. So we'll hit that. And uh, data and privacy, personal info, security, and home. All right. It's not going to be in that. Um, What we need to do. We need to look it up. We need to find (laughs) out how to get that account removed. The other place you might look is in the general settings app for the phone itself. Really? Yeah. Scroll down to mail and then tap that. And I think there's a manage accounts entry there. There's an account that say two. All right. Uh, Gmail and iCloud. All right. So it's not going to be the iCloud account. Uh, You don't want to remove the Gmail account because. Well, tap the Gmail and see what it shows you. It's showing me her correct uh, Gmail address. All right, that's fine then. All right, then it's not going to be there. No, it's, right. it's got to be in it, the it's app. It's got to be in the app itself. We will find this for you, John, <laughs> and we'll find a link. Now, I got a question for you. Yeah, we yeah. you've already moved your. You're going to now have chosen a different mail mail service, right? Correct. Okay, and you've already two forwarded years two years ago. Yeah. Oh wow! No wonder she's mad. Well, you know, you pray for patience, you get a wife. <laughs> so we'll find the we'll find that for you. We'll find the configuration for you. You've already done all your while you're forwarding. It sounds like you're in good shape. I would assume you're ready to turn off that mail service. Are you paying paying Cox for any mail service? Oh gosh, no. No oh, good. So we'll find that. It's got to be something really easy to link over at Computer Talk with. Tab. I think I've got a link. You already you got it. Tell them how to do it. Oh, we got some coming through Mike G, too. Oh, he's got one? He's an Apple guy. Yeah, he is. Oh, there we go. Easy ways to delete an account from the Gmail app. All there's, right. There's five steps to do it. That's not that easy. Well, um, it's tap here, tap here, open this list, tap that, tap that, and you're done. Yeah, we'll get you that link over there for you. John, all for you, and then your wife will be happy. Okay. All right, sir. And uh, what, did, what did you pick for internet speed, for GoNet speed? Uh, 500. Nice. And this is in Mansfield? No, no, Plantsville. Plantsville. Okay, Carolyn didn't hear you right. Uh, Plantsville. <laughs> that makes more sense. Southington area. Um, if you got if you got time for a short story about them? Yeah, sure. All right. Um, the pole outside of our house was hit by a truck, and Eversource replaced it, and they were kind enough to leave eight inches of the fiber optic hanging from the pole and eight inches from the underground to the house. I oh. called Go at Speed. We live on a curb. He says, well, we'll have to come out tomorrow with two trucks just to make sure we don't get hit. Yeah. That was in the morning. At three in the afternoon, he called. We're all set. Nice. It's done. And I said, great. Wow. What do I owe you? He says, well, send me the bill and I'll send it to Eversource. He says, <laughs> it's, it's not worth the effort. Just pass the good word that Go Net Speed is here for you. Nice. And they, Wonderful people. 
Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, and, they and, are. And they're Definitely. bringing that competition. They're low on everybody's internet prices, even if you can't get them. So even if you can't get their service, thank them. When you see a GoNetSpeed out there, truck, just say, hey, thanks, guys. You're, <laughs> oh, you lowered my internet yeah. bill. Yeah. All right, John? Yep. All right. The link's okay. out there for you now, sir. Good luck. So where do I get the link, please? Computertalkwithtab.com. I can do that. Thank <laughs> you very much, gentlemen. Yeah. Right. You're welcome. My wife thanks you. All right. <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. He's got something to do. Two years. I, I didn't. Wow. I didn't configure a email for my wife's computer for about three weeks after we changed to go NetSpeed, and configured a new Proton mailbox. And um, man, was she mad! She couldn't get her email. <laughs> when are you going to change my email? Oh, yes, he's, <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right, honey. All right, let's go on to uh, Lee in Ashford. What's happening, Lee? Hey, good morning. Morning. Um, so I got a question that you guys can probably help me with. I got a, a suspicious uh, email, or mm-hmm. in my email last weekend, it said, Mary wants to be friends on Facebook. I thought, well, okay, but that's odd. I thought we were already friends. But yeah, I said, okay, I'll accept friends. Well, I guess a little while later, or maybe a day later, I got a message. Uh, how are you? Mm. How, is all well with you? I said, and I said, I'm doing okay. Right. And that was it. Well, the next day, I woke up in the morning, I had a message on my phone, and it, it came at 3.18 in the morning. Yes, which is, uh, uh, I think that's like 10.30 Uzbekistan time. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But go ahead. It says, you know, uh, oh, a long feel about, oh, I'm glad that you're okay, and uh, my doctor says I got a sore throat, and yeah. and it was a long thing, but all the words were not in the order that a regular Englishman speaks. Right, Uzbekistanian. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. I, I didn't respond, but then I called Mary, and I says, did you send me this message at 3.18 in the morning? She said, no, that's not me. Right. So who was it, and what happened? Well, people are counterfeiting people's Facebook accounts, so... yes. You've heard, you've heard of Elon Musk, right? Yeah. He just dumped a lot of bot accounts out of Twitter. Those are also fake accounts designed to do all sorts of things. So bad guys are taking pictures that you post up there, making a fake Facebook account. Facebook is not policing it. There's no blue check mark to say this is Mary and they've confirmed that it's Mary. Twitter, supposedly, that blue check mark in Twitter confirms you are an actual person. Um, so Facebook really doesn't have a confirmation system like that that I understand that they don't. So anybody can create a counterfeit account, and then what they do is they try to leverage your relationship, hoping you have enough of a relationship that you're going to actually act on the scam they're trying to play on you. So you should delete that particular Mary account from your Facebook. Yeah, unfriend that Mary. And block. Unfriend and block. And block, yeah. Okay, yeah, I think I went and I restricted that that one. Good. You did a good job. Block it. Should I block it? Well, if you don't want to get bothered. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, anyway, I called Mary and she said she's going to change her password on. No, nope, that's not no, changing that's, nothing. That's that's not. I don't even think that's relevant. Somebody just kind okay. of copied her and created their own account with her name. Right. Oh. Yeah. Where did they get it from? My Facebook. Nope. 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 They can go on her Facebook. Take picture. Take them. Um, 
They counterfeited it. We'll we'll talk about it more. They scraped it from Facebook in general. We'll talk about it more, Lee, after the break, okay? Okay, sure. All All right. Thanks for calling. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024.